Alright, what's going on folks? Welcome back. Uh, today, I'm just going to talk about programming for High Rocks, and this is going to be a fun challenge for me. Um, I said in my last little podcast that I, part of the challenge is not only the physical and mental side of the race itself, but just part of, um, but also just me having to program and just see how I perform on the day. Now, I'm uh, I've, I'm struggling with it a little bit, to be honest, because I don't know what's best to do. All the advice I've been getting, all the people I've been speaking to, everything I've listened to. Um, for example, Rock's Live podcast, shout out Greg, unbelievable podcast, um, is to get a coach, obviously. It's new. It's something new. You need to get a coach. You should always have a coach because you want to know how to raise correctly, etc., etc. But part of the challenge for me, I want it to be programming for myself. I've spoken to so many people. A lot of people have their own programs, and obviously their advice would be to you for you to do their program, naturally. Um, what I think I'm going to do is get a run... Well, what I am going to do is I'm going to get a running coach, because a running coach is going to help me with my paces, with my timings, with increasing my paces, with kind of understanding knowledge of how to train for a running race. When I did my Ironman, I had a coach um, for the running uh, because I didn't have any real knowledge on it. And now this is slightly different running. It's shorter intervals, it's quicker. And I feel like I could throw something together, but it would it would essentially be throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. So I'm going to get a running coach. I think that's the smartest way to approach that. And then I'm just going to look at the race as a whole. Now to program for something like this is going to be exciting because it's not like CrossFit. In CrossFit, you have no idea what's going to come up. You could spend six months nailing your muscle-ups, and then next time you go to a competition or the open, muscle-ups don't come up. So you're almost like, right, well, great, well, I've got them in the bag now, they're in the wheelhouse, but I don't need them. Whereas with high rocks, completely different. You know what you're going to do, and you know the weights, you know the requirements, like the floor plans are slightly different at each race, so I need to figure out the Copenhagen one, because in some of the races, the 80-meter burpee broad jump is just a straight 80 meters, where in others, it's 40, 40 there, 40 back, or four sets of 20. So there's like turns and transitions. I need to figure that out. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about training for this. And how I'm going to do it, so just to give you a little bit of an insight, is I'm going to look at the race as a whole and then go, okay, what are my weak points? Now, easy for me to pick up my weak points. Immediately, it's the stuff I don't do much of. So the stations are, I mean, I can't, I can't remember the order exactly off the top of my head. I mean, I've done so much research on this now. I've spoken to so many people. I definitely should know what the order is. But the stations are 1,000-meter um, ski, 25-meter sled push at about 200 kilos, 25-meter sled pull, same weight, 80-meter burpee broad jump, 1,000-meter row, 200-meter farmer's carry with 232-kilo kettlebells, that's the men's pro weight. Women's is 24 kilo kettlebells. 100 meter sandbag walking lunges, I believe at 30 kilos. And then 100 wall balls, nine kilos at the end. So if I was to look at them immediately, rowing, wall balls um, are not something I'm going to worry about. I do a ton of rowing, I do a ton of wall balls. So I will not focus on those things specifically. But yes, I will keep them as part of my like training routine. And I will put them in there whenever I do like compromise running or something like that. Now the ski erg, I don't do enough work on the ski. So I'm quite simply going to take my rowing program that I've been doing for the last six months and I will just do exactly the same intervals but on the ski erg. And I will kind of do it with tests. So I'll test like a one or two K ski 
before I start. And then four to six weeks in, I'll retest and see if it's helping me out. And I just know for a fact it will because I don't do much work on the ski. So my confidence and knowledge on the ski will improve um, and I will see progress there. So that's how I'm going to approach the ski. Now, the sled push, sled pull, it's all about like time on the sled. I never use a sled. I can't remember the last time I used a sled. Probably when I was back working in Jersey. I'm, I'm probably going to guess like five years ago, to be honest. Last time I used a sled. I've never needed to, never really been that bothered about it. And I've not had access to one. So I haven't done it. So I'm going to start using a sled. I've had a play around with one this week and I've really enjoyed it. So I'm excited to challenge myself there. Um, and the turf seems to be an issue in high rocks. Like everywhere, if the turf has been used before, it's a little bit slower. If it hasn't been used before, it's a little bit quicker. So you kind of just have to be prepared for anything when it comes to this sled push and sled pull. So how I will approach it and advice I've been given is every time you use a sled, don't worry about how much weight is on it. Just make sure it's an RPE of nine. So that's your rate of perceived exertion. Long story short, it should feel like a nine out of 10 difficulty. So it should be very hard, but I should be able to get moving again straight after, if that makes sense. Um, like, so for example, CrossFit CrossFitters, Fran would be a 10 out of 10 RPE, like all in, I'm not doing anything after this. Runners, 100 meter sprint, RPE should be 10 out of 10. So it's kind of going to be like a 9 out of 10 rather than a 10 out of 10. Now the burpee broad jumps is an interesting one. I do loads of burpees, love burpees, could do them all day, not literally. But there is a girl I know recently, I think based in Dubai, who just did a 24 hour burpee challenge. Smash that, congratulations to her. Um, but burpee broad jumps are a different, different ball game. Like you've got lateral burpees over a bar over a row you've got bar facing burpees you've got burpees to bar you've got burpee box jump overs they're all slightly different and they spike your heart rate without fail every time especially when you're in a race or in a workout so i'm going to be working on my burpee broad jumps checking out the standards and putting them in under fatigue and trying to manage my heart rate so i'm not so bothered about the movement because i'm comfortable with the movement i'm more bothered about how i can perform before and after the movement because i'm gonna have to come off a run into 80 meters which was gonna be about 60 reps i imagine into another 1k run so i need to keep my heart rate low um and make sure i'm not expending too much energy before i get back out on that run so um, I'll be playing around with that and I can't wait to play around with that one because I think it's probably going to be the hardest one. Now farmers carry, I do a lot of grip work in my CrossFit training, a lot of grip strength stuff. So I'm not worried about this one, but 230 kilo kettlebells, I've seen people when they do it, they are running with it. So I will build that up. I've got a cool little 200 meter loop at the gym I train and work at. So I'll be You'll see me having a good go running around the running around the tower with heavy kettlebells or heavy dumbbells. But that's uh, another one. Again, because of the accessory of it, I'm not that worried about it. But as a movement as a whole, I've not done it. So I need to do it. Lunges before wall balls with a 1,000 meter run in between is going to be very challenging. 100 meters is a long way. Um, but the weight doesn't worry me. And I've started incorporating like lunges into my workouts already. And I have done quite a lot of high volume lunges recently, even though my, well, not recently, more in the start of my program that I've been following in CrossFit, excuse me. Um, I always have a worry of my hip when I do my lunges because my hip, uh, I injured my hip really bad like two and a half years ago, but it seems to be okay. So that'll be good. But again, it's at the end of a race. So it doesn't matter if you're good at it when you're fresh or if you're good at it when you do it as a strength element, 
Can you do it compromise? So this is going to be the fun side to the training, taking all of those movements and uh, putting myself under fatigue and then attempting them because that's going to be similar to race day. A lot of people do simulations of the race. That's not something I'm going to be doing much of um, because I don't think however hard you try, you'll be able to recreate the feeling of the race. You just need to be able to do the movements compromised. I could go to the gym now and do 100 wall balls, but what's the point? Like I almost need to go for a kilometer run, do 100 wall balls two, three times. Like obviously that's a little bit excessive, but just an example, I need to put myself in a position where it's almost like it's the ending of a long race. I'm about an hour, maybe more, maybe less, fingers crossed, into the race and I've now got to do 100 wall balls. So I need to kind of recreate that stimulus and that feeling. Uh, oh, I'm buzzing about it. I really can't wait. The amount of people I've spoken to, the community is so great. Everyone's awesome. Everyone wants to help. Um, and I'm really enjoying like putting pen to paper on this and figuring out how I'm going to do it. Now, it's not just a case of doing the movements all the time because that it's not that it's, it's not pointless, but you need to be smarter than that. Like you need to keep doing your strength stuff, keeping that good solid foundation. Muscular endurance is important. Um, because this race is all about endurance. You have your eight kilometers of running, then you have eight physically challenging stations and all of them bar two are weighted. And those two are a thousand meter row and a thousand meter ski. Now, if you've ever done row tests, like your 1,000, 2,000 meters, they are some of the worst things you can do in a gym. They are awful and they hurt. And for that reason, I... I love them. But if I know I'm going into the gym to do a row test, it does take me a while to start it. Um, but I kind of know enough about the row now to know my paces and know how I can manage myself. It's the ski that's going to be a different one for me. But it's exciting. Anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the movements and I'm going to break things down. Like walking lunges, okay. I'm going to work more on my lunges, but I'm also going to be doing a lot more split squats, a lot more hip thrusts, glute bridges, a lot of single leg work, I'll be working on my hamstrings uh, because not only the lunges, also the sled and also the wall balls, th uh, that will benefit me. Having a strong foundation, having good muscular endurance in my legs and working on the individual muscle groups rather than just the movement as a whole. Um, so I'll focus on that. With the wall balls, you're going to have to have strong core, keep your head and chest up. So you're going to have to do a lot of front rack work as well. So not only back squats, but front squats. Not only back rack lunges, but front rack lunges, just to make sure that when you're heavy breathing and when you're fatigued, you're still able to maintain a good brace in your core. Keep that head up, keep that chest up and keep moving. Another thing I'm going to be using a lot is going to be a sandbag. Carrying a sandbag, holding a sandbag, because it's brilliant. When you are knackered, do a workout, do an intense workout, like a 10, 15 minute AMRAP or whatever, rest two minutes and then do a accumulation of a three to five minute sandbag hold. When you are breathing heavy and you have to hold that thing on your chest in a bear hug, it is so hard. And you're not allowed to use your hips as a shelf either. You have to try and stand up as straight as possible. It's not easy. So those kind of things I'm going to be implementing into my program. Um, what else we got? There's so many things. I'm going to be doing a lot more overhead press work for the wall balls. So by the time, because it looks like there's not much in there that involves your shoulders, obviously than the ski and the wall balls, but that's obviously not true. Like when, depending on how you do the sled, your shoulders are going to be heavily engaged. When you get back out onto the run, you're going to be using your arms um, to help you with the momentum of your run. That will pull on your shoulders. So by the time you get to the wall balls, it's going to be a case of, can I go and can I keep going? 
So yeah, like just to summarize, I am super excited about the challenge. As you can hear from what I'm saying, there's so many different things to work on and so many things that I need to kind of hone in on. But I've got 12 weeks and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I'm going to be working with the running coach, George Crew from Gravity um, Training. And I'm hoping he's going to turn me into a machine on the runs. So I'm just excited to, for everything to come together on race day. And whether it's a good race or a bad race, I'm just excited to get my first one out the way because you're gonna, you're only going to learn. Like the more you race, you're only going to learn. And that's really what I'm excited for here. Um, so yeah, folks, now is the time to get involved in hybrid training in high rocks. It's going to be a very fast growing sport. It's going to be all over the world. I'm sure it's going to be all over the Middle East very soon. Do not miss the chance to get in early. Um, I am, as you can tell, I'm trialing and there are a lot of different training strategies, a lot of different training styles. I'm taking all my years of programming for all the various things I've done, all my experience, whether it's been OCR racing, Ironman, CrossFit, um, Olympic lifting, it's all going to come together for this and I can't wait. Even if you're not interested in high rocks and you just want to be more of a hybrid athlete, someone that's just prepared for anything at any time, let me know. Let's put together a program for you and let's turn you into a machine. Have a good day, folks. Follow me on Instagram at jameslockray underscore. Peace and love.